coming up, a showdown for the American League MVP in L.A. and a historic comeback for the Diamondbacks. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB, local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We have all of our MLB hosts here. They are ready to recap the action for you from Monday. We're going to start out with two of the best hitters in the league facing off in last night's biggest game. The biggest game. It was pretty much a showdown between the American League MVP candidates, Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani, both flexing their muscles going yard. But Otani got the last lap as the Angels got the 4-3 win. Locked on Angels recaps a really good game in L.A. The American League MVP race has come to Anaheim, but the Angels take this game against the Yankees 4-3. What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked on Angels, and I know, as a longtime Angels fan, that every time the Yankees come to town, it feels like an away game because Yankee fans who live on the West Coast for some reason pack out the stadium. But they were left disappointed because Jose Suarez turned in a great start on the mound, and he is really proving that he has what it takes to be a full-time member of this rotation. He went six innings pitched, gave up two runs on three hits, and struck out six along the way. But the big story here was that Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani were in the house. Now, they both homered. However, Shohei's was the game-winning homer because it put the Angels up two. So it was four to two at one point. Aaron Judge got it back, and it was four to three. But the Angels' bullpen locked it down and secured the win. Now, I know that this MVP race is close, but you know what? As a Halo fan, I got to say that if you're not paying attention to Shohei Otani, then you should be because this man, to me, is a lock for his second MVP award. We're going to cover all of this on Lockdown Angels and talk about a potential contract for Shohei Otani this offseason. So we hope you'll join us on Lockdown Angels on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. It took extra innings for the Dodgers to get a win against the Marlins, but that win allowed LA to take three of four from Miami. The best team in baseball continues to cruise, but some injury news also came out on Monday. Locked on Dodgers explains. Well, the Dodgers won a series that ended up being a lot closer than you might've expected given the two teams involved. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked on Dodgers. The Dodgers beat the Marlins three to two in 10 innings on Monday night to finish winning three of four in this wraparound series. The only loss came on Saturday to Sandy Alcantara, the likely National League Cy Young Award winner. Uh, but the other three games, the three games the Dodgers won, there was a, a blowout-ish on Sunday when the Dodgers scored some late runs to put the game away. Uh, but Friday's game went to extra innings. The Dodgers ended up scoring five runs in the 11th inning uh, to win 10-6. to six. Uh, But it was a lot closer than that for most of the game. And then another extra inning game on Monday. So the last place Marlins, last place, I don't know, they're pretty bad anyway, uh, put up a pretty good fight against the best team in baseball, but the Dodgers come out victorious. Now they head to New York to take on the Mets for three games. 
the big news on Monday was Tony Gonsolin going on the injured list. We'll have plenty to say about that on tomorrow morning's Locked On Dodgers and plenty to look forward to about the series of the Mets and look back about on the series with the Marlins. So for more on this and everything Dodgers, check out Locked On Dodgers every weekday morning. Make us your first listen. At this stage in the game, our Locked On Reds host is doing his very best to look at the bright side of things, this time after a loss to the Cardinals. At this stage in the rebuild, some of the promising prospects are getting a chance to shine. It's not the uh, destination right now, right? It's the journey or something like that. There were a couple of good positives from this game, but yeah, really rough night at the ballpark for your Cincinnati Reds. Hey, this is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast, and Stuart Fairchild, TJ Friedel, and Chucky Robinson all went yard. Chucky Robinson's first home run of his career, and at the time, it almost looked like the Reds were trying to make a play. Now, they, they absolutely pitched terribly. Chase Anderson, his first inning looked phenomenal. His second inning was every bit the opposite. Like, if you had a boat on the water that looked like it was about to just sail all the way across the ocean and then completely blew up and sank to the bottom, that's what Chase Anderson did in the second inning. Lost his mind, gave up five earned runs, and then the bullpen came in and gave up a lot more. The Reds never had a shot in this game, even though for a moment in the fourth inning it looked like they tried to. But good game for the rookies hitting some dingers. It was the veterans that were giving up everything. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about that, and we're also going to focus on the streak that Jonathan India is on right now. His hitting streak stretched to 12, longest of his career. We've got a lot to say about that on the next Locked On Reds. The Chicago Cubs are well out of the playoff mix, so technically this game against Toronto yesterday really didn't matter, but it never feels good to blow a four-run lead. Our Locked On Cubs host is sick, to say the least, after an all-around terrible showing from Chicago. You you know, it's hard. I mean, look at me. I mean, look how tired I look. It's hard to, to say... Yeah, this game didn't matter. So what does it matter? But but when you lose a game like this, four nothing lead, uh, Ross runs out a bunch of relievers an extra inning for some reason today. I guess to get a look at them, they blow a lead. They they, they make multiple outs on the base pass. Can't situationally hit. I mean, if you were watching this game for the first time, you would have thought the Cubs were the were the playoff team that just didn't play well today, and Toronto was the scrappy, you know, fifteen games under team. That, that's trying to, to make some noise at the end of the year. I, I, I Just a debacle of a performance. Blow a 4 nothing lead late. Multiple opportunities to blow it open. Multiple opportunities to shut the door. Can't do it. Blue Jays win. It, I, the game doesn't matter. There were some good things, but holy Moses. I, I, can't, I love the game of baseball. I'm a purist. I can't, I can't pretend that that game uh, uh, doesn't upset me because it does. Coming up, the Diamondbacks made a historic comeback and the Red Sox lose the mental game. This is Locked On Game to Game. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports gambling needs. College football is back, the NFL is right around the corner, and of course, MLB hitting its stride. Whatever you want to bet on, you can do that at betonline.net. Bet Online, it's where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Now we continue with a look around the league. 
let's go around the league. Baseball at its core really is a mental game. Boston failed at that. Couldn't keep track of outs. They also had issues running the bases. Ultimately, that cost themselves the game. Locked on Red Sox goes over the loss in Minnesota. Mental errors got the best of the Red Sox on Monday as they opened their series with the Minnesota Twins on Monday with another loss. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox. And any time when Boston desperately needs any sort of win, not even just to get back into the postseason picture, but just to start playing good baseball, they failed to do just that on Monday when they lost to the Twins. Alex Verdugo, even though he had an RBI and was able to keep this game close at one point, had a bad base running mistake. Then you have Raphael Devers who forgot how many outs there were in one inning. Just ugly, ugly baseball the Red Sox have been playing. Not the kind of baseball you want to see as the season begins to wind down. 30 plus games left. It is coming to the end and we need to see better baseball from the Red Sox. For more on Monday's game, be sure to check out our next episode of Locked on Red Sox. The Diamondbacks looked like the comeback kids last night. They came back from a seven run deficit to get a decisive 12 to seven win. Locked on D-backs details how it all went down in the desert. Mad Bum struggles early, but it's okay because Corbin Carroll and the D-backs offense come storming back to take down the Phillies 13-7. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. Mad Bum continued a trend of struggling in the second half of the season by giving up seven earned runs in this one, but it's okay because the D-backs offense was fantastic in the fourth and fifth inning by having six run innings and back-to-back innings. And Corbin Carroll, the heralded prospect for the D-backs, the number three prospect in all of baseball, according to MLB.com, he was called up first game of the season of his career, and he gets a base hit in that fifth inning to break the tie, give the D-backs a 9-7 lead, double Great job by Corbin Carroll in that situation. Big moment for the rookie, and he delivered. Great job by the D-backs offense to come back in this game. It was a great performance by rookies overall. Stone Garrett had a home run in the eighth inning, so great job by the D-backs offense in this one. They are now in the driver's seat for the rest of the series against the Philadelphia Phillies, who we know have been streaking. So for more, check out the Lockdown Diamondbacks podcast. The Giants series with the Padres this week may prove to be the final nail in the coffin when it comes to San Francisco's playoff hopes. Now our Locked on Giants host is not too optimistic after a loss in the series opener against their division rival. I said on today's podcast that the Giants needed to sweep this series against the Padres in order to stay in the race. And in game one with their ace on the mound, they lose. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast So yeah, not a good start to needing to sweep a series here. And now, even if you win the next two games, you're still six and a half back with 33 games to play. And so I guess technically you're still alive if you do that. But look, all this talk about making the playoffs and needing to do this, needing to do do that, kind of misses the big point, which is that this has been a supremely disappointing season for the Giants, who won 107 games last year. And this year now, I think they're five games below 500. I've kind of stopped looking at the standings because the Giants become seemingly less and less relevant every single day. And so we're going to continue for the rest of the year to kind of break down what went wrong and what the plan is moving forward for the Giants. And we'll do that tomorrow on Lockdown Giants, where it's your team every day.
That's going to do it for today on Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.